You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Player, turn up. Player, cinco, cuatro, tres, dos, uno. It's going The Utah Jazz are playoff bound and they're taking on the Houston Rockets in round one. The series is going to start on Sunday as the Jazz will travel to Texas to take on James Harden and his team. That's the big news to come out of tonight, but real quick, the Jazz did play in a game. They were in Los Angeles taking on the less dramatic and much better LA team and they escaped with a six-point overtime loss. Tonight's game was especially interesting because the normal crowd of rotation players wasn't active for the most part. Mitchell, Gobert, Favors, Rubio, Neto, and Corver were all out. And Ingles and Crowder did play, but they didn't play anywhere close to their normal minutes load. The big man for Utah and the player of the game is the rookie Grayson Allen. He put up 40 points. And what's crazy about that is is that he's just the second Jazz rookie ever to post 40 with Donovan. And since 2012, three rookies have had 40 in a game. Donovan Mitchell, Trey Young, and Grayson Allen. Snaking under the pick is Grayson Allen, getting to the left elbow, fading back and hitting for his 21st point of the night. Yang to the front court, long pass to the corner to Long. Back to Allen, Grayson for three, pow! Grayson Allen wasn't the only impressive young Jazz man out there tonight, as Tony Bradley finished with his first career double-double, getting 15 points and snagging 10 rebounds in just 24 minutes of action. Ingles knocks it away, picked up by Tabo, bounce back out to Joe, he's going to give it to Bradley, running through the lane, cut off by Harold, this is the shot from four feet out, goes back up, puts it up and in with his right hand. So because tonight was the last night of the 2018-19 regular season, I think it'd be important to look back at some of the biggest parts of this Jazz season so far. First and foremost, this Jazz team hit 50 wins, which is impressive no matter the team, no matter the season. That's the second time in three years they've hit that benchmark and the 16th time in franchise history. Kudos, of course, to Quinn Snyder, his staff, and these players. And speaking of the players, there were some monster stats posted by Jasmine this year. And you can't have monster stats without Rudy Gobert, the 7-1 Frenchman. He broke the record for most franchise point rebound double doubles in a season, and that was previously held by Carl Malone. Rudy's the new record holder with 66. Fades back, passes it off to Holmes. Holmes puts it on the deck, into the body of Gobert, blocked by Gobert, picked up by Neto. Neto driving, Kobo on his shoulder, kicks to Niang, finds Rudy rolling, boom, pow! Plus the foul! Now, Gobert wasn't happy to just have the double-doubles record. He finished the year with 306 dunks. That's the most dunks any player has had in a season since they started tracking dunks in 2000. Ingles drives, finds Gobert, roll to the rack, oh, duck, and take cover! Rudy's going high and hard with the right hand! We've talked about one Jazz pillar in Gobert, but the other in Donovan Mitchell had a stellar second season. 
Mitchell finished the year with averages of 23.8 points per game, 4.1 rebounds per game, and 4.2 assists per game. He becomes just the second, first or second year guard to average 23-4-4 in the last 20 years. Only he and Dwayne Wade have done that. Mitchell had a very impressive season. He put up 46 two times, and one was in the biggest game of the year against Milwaukee, where the Jazz had an incredible comeback. That one might just be the game of the season. 103-102. Donovan works the left side. He's got a season-high 38 points. It's guarded by Miritich. Lines him up. Fires the three. Got it. Are you kidding me, Donovan Mitchell? Are you kidding me? Donovan has 41. 108-105, 50 seconds to play. Connaughton trying to guard him. Pick and roll with favors. Giannis switches. Donovan rises, fires. Oh, Donovan! Oh, Donovan! Oh, Donovan! From three, deep, deep, deep. 111, 105, Utah. Donovan's got 44 in front of his childhood idol, Daryl Griffith. It's been an incredible regular season so far, and let's hope that continues into the playoffs. Of course, the Jazz will be playing Houston, and that's not an ideal matchup because they have a player like James Harden who is so good, but it didn't look like they were going to play Houston. All signs were pointing to Portland just a couple days ago. And some crazy things happened for the Jazz to play Houston. Last night, Paul George hit a buzzer beater so that Oklahoma City beat the Rockets in a game where Houston had 96.1% win probability. Tonight, Minnesota lost to Denver after they were up 11 with 327 left in that game. They had a 98.7% chance of winning. Sacramento was up 25 on Portland and they lost. And if any one of those games would have gone differently, the Jazz wouldn't be taking on such a good team in Houston. What are David Locke's thoughts on that one? I'll let you hear. It's really probably a good thing that a huge percentage of our fans don't drink. Or else the last two nights would have put them on a bender of all benders. Been on a bench, huh? I mean, seriously. It was a rough couple nights, to say the least, but now all you can do is beat Houston, and the Jazz did it twice out of the four matchups in the regular season. So we'll see if Quinn Snyder and his staff can come up with a game plan to really nip the Rockets' attack in the bud. We'll see if they can do that, and you can see that too. You can come to the game next Saturday, April 20th. That's the next time the Jazz will be here at Vivint Smart Home Arena. It's playoff basketball. You don't want to miss out. Go get your tickets today on utahjazz.com. And of course, if you want any more coverage of this game or any playoff game, keep it locked to lockedonjazz.net, where David Locke has his postcast after every game, the Emptying the Noggin column, and the Locked On Jazz podcast. But that about wraps it up for me tonight. I'm Connor Varney. Thank you so much for tuning in.